Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, happy new year to everybody that is joining us. Of course, uh, welcome to the GoDaddy small business community on LinkedIn. We do these meetups uh, monthly and we do them to provide candid conversations. This is for the community members and for small business owners, advisors, entrepreneurs, and people that are just looking for some insight. Uh, and it is a community meetup. So what that means is when you join us, it's a conversation, right? It's a chance to connect. It's a chance to listen and learn. And it's a chance to be part of that community. So thank you to everybody that is joining us. Um, it is a fresh start, fresh year, and we are starting off with a bang with Meg Schmitz. Uh, and she is a coach, mentor, and just a trailblazer. She's got so much going on in the world of helping people figure out what's next. Uh, Meg, I'm excited to introduce you. But before we get started, we've got some new faces on the call. And of course, for those that are going to listen to this later, um, one of the things we do is because this is a community event and meetup, we have everybody that's on the call introduce themselves. We want that so that they feel committed to being here, right? And they feel supported. And then you, Meg, understand who is here and showing up for you in real time and being part of this conversation. So uh, I will lead the dance. I'm your moderator today. My name is Adam. I have a startup called Clarify, and I am so privileged to be able to lead these discussions. And I'm going to turn it over to Rachel at the GoDaddy team. Good morning. Um, good afternoon. Those of you who are on the East Coast or um and anyways, uh, I am at GoDaddy, have been at GoDaddy for over seven years managing community and the LinkedIn group. We formed it, Jonathan and I formed it, gosh, Jonathan, almost three years ago. Um, so just really happy to have you here with us today, Meg, and happy to see Patrick, who we know well, and um, have uh, Chad and Kathy on. So looking forward to, to hearing from you, Meg. Thank you. It's great to be here today. Rachel, thank you for all you do. Jonathan, let's have you introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Jonathan. I am also on the GoDaddy team. I work as a marketing manager focusing on social media. Um, so everything from uh, engagement strategies to crisis scenarios. Um, but as Rachel said, we've been uh, building this community for quite some time now, and it is so nice to be able to, to start a new year with so many familiar faces and so many new faces. And again, Meg, thank you so much for being here today, our first guest of the new year. So excited for this. Um, and thank you all for being here. Great. Hi, I'm Kathy Lang. Um, I'm longtime chief information officer, but recently been doing more consulting. And I'm in that phase. I've been, I have met Meg and been working with Meg and I'm looking for what's next. So I jumped on to hear what she has to say. So nice to see you, Meg. <laughs> thanks so much, Kathy. It's great to see you this morning. Thanks. Yeah, Kathy, thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm going to pass it off to Chad and then we'll have Patrick introduce himself after that. Uh, hi, my name is Chad Coe, financial advisor. Meg likes to say I'm an auctioneer for charities, run a weekly mastermind group helping people remove roadblocks. If you look behind me, I have a fish tank for tranquility, and I got Springsteen for motivation. I am nobody's boss. Um, yeah, Patrick Hagan, so I'm the founder of PK Solutions Group, and uh, what we specialize in is really the sales area and, and revenue area. So we help individuals and businesses regain that momentum that maybe they've lost. Maybe they've never even gotten it started. We do a lot with mindset. That's why I'm wearing happiness on my shirt. I love the happiness fish tank behind you. Um, and I'm excited to hear from Meg. Meg, uh, was I met her last month um, and I, I enjoyed the connection with her. And I would encourage everybody listening to this later. You get out of this community exactly what you put into it. 
And it is one of the few communities that you get 10 times back what you put into it. So please join us in the next couple of months. Uh, it's the time to refill your, your gas tank personally and professionally. Um, and it's just, it's done wonders for my mindset, for my business, for my momentum, uh, and for my friendships. So I encourage everyone listening down the road, please show up for the next meeting and, uh, and share what's going on in your world. Patrick, thank you so much for, for being here and for sharing that. You are, uh, you are one of those members of the community that really contributes consistently. Um, and we had a great close of the year with, uh, with sharing some of your year end, right? You're, you launched a book and you had a lot of uh, really cool things that we had a candid conversation around. So thank you for being here. And thank you to everybody that's joining us live and to those that are listening to this later, of course. Uh, Meg, Meg, our uh, hot seat person of the year. We're starting off 2023 with a bang. Why don't you give us an introduction into who you are and, and why you do what you do? I love the why word. Um, everyone should know what their why is. And so Meg Schmitz, I am a franchise consultant. Uh, one of my nicknames is franchise guru, thanks to the Wall Street Journal. I help people or investors uh, figure out an alternative diversification strategy uh, into business ownership. Uh, a lot of people are exploring that right now. Some people actually, because of the last three years, are looking for what's next um, moving away from the corporate world and into business ownership where they can be the boss instead of working for the boss. My why has been a constant uh, in my life. When I was a kid, my mom was a hospice nurse and she used to do a lot of public speaking and would hold up her palms and say, from lily pad to lily pad, from life to death. It's one of the most uncertain transitions any of us is ever going to make. And my why is to help people make a transition into a happier place, a more joyful place that is financially fruitful and rewarding. And business ownership isn't for everyone. And franchising certainly isn't for everyone. I am here to help people make the leap, take the leap into opportunities by, by testing out different vehicles and to figure out which one fits. I absolutely love that. I, I love that that's the way that you portray why you do what you do, right? The, the ability to create abundance and, and something fruitful and business ownership, entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. It's not for everybody and that's okay. But one of the things I love about what you've got going on, Meg, is, is you've got this concept, this brand of the free agent, right? Which is the ability to, to kind of dream again. We're, we're at the beginning of a brand new calendar. And when we celebrate a calendar together as a community, it's almost like this permission. It's this opportunity for a lot of people to start really seeing what is going to be in store for them. New places, new faces, new spaces. Like, where am I going to go? Who am I going to meet? And where do I want to exist in that, in that life? And I love what you've got going on because you allow people to take that dream, that opportunity, that permission, and start building a vision of where they want to be even if they're still working. And I think that's powerful. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about your free agent podcast and what you do to help people kind of free their mind and get ready for dreaming about what comes next. Yeah, I realized a number of years ago, I was doing a lot of uh, speaking engagements with outplacement, with executive recruiters, with wealth managers, talking about what's next. And for all of us, the world is a competitive place and, and there's a need for the individual to take responsibility for where they're going to go. And if you look at it as a sports analogy, which is how I came up with the name, we're all free agents. There's a lot of competition out there for what any of us is going to do in the dating scene, in the work 
environment in the world of business. We talk about, oh, you know, there's so much competition out there. Get used to it. Take ownership of who you are. And so with my podcast, what I, what I do with that is use it as an informational educational tool for people who are curious about the world of business ownership via franchising. So they can hear from real people who've already taken the leap. They've already made the decision that they want to push the boundaries. They want greater something, fill in the blank. And I ask everybody to fill in the blank for me. What, what has this created for them? So it's also a very self-serving platform for me to grow and to listen from by asking questions that are thought-provoking. It expands my mind and my outlook about what kind of opportunities are the right opportunities for the right people it keeps my finger on the pulse of what's happening in the world at large. It also helps me dispel a lot of myths and rumors that you just don't hear in the mass media. People have no idea how much money there is to be made. And these are people I have placed, I keep in touch with, uh, with my free agent uh, podcasters, but I invite them to a monthly networking meeting. So I'm always always finger on the pulse of what's going on out there and helping to provide enlightenment, enlightenment to people who want to listen in. Yeah, I think there's so much power in perspective, especially when you've got your finger on the pulse. Um, that's actually my word for the year is perspective. And I, I think that there's more than just the power there. You, you mentioned a competitive landscape, right? And over the course of the last year, we've had a lot of doom scrolling and, and bad news about quiet quitting. And now they're talking about quiet hiring, which is this, this competitive space of drawing people along until you finally get the perfect ideal candidate. And it's, it's back and forth, right? And for some people, that's too much. And they forget that there's, there's a door number three, which is going into business for yourself, right? The opportunity to be your own boss. And yes, it's going to be competitive. Yes, it's going to be difficult. But when you have somebody that is and existing in that environment, like yourself, Meg, where you've got your finger on the pulse of everything going on, and you've got this opportunity for people to really plan that exit into entrepreneurship, right? We don't think of it as an exit, but it is. It's exiting the corporate world and into a business lifestyle that's going to be different. And if you don't know what you're doing, it can be scary. If you don't know how competitive it can be, it can be overwhelming. And it kind of kind of suffocates those, those, those opportunities for us to dream. So I love that that's what you do because it helps alleviate those pressures and it brings people back to the forefront of, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can approach this as something that could be a more abundant. And yes, I can do it with a team of people that understand what's going on. So talk to us a little bit about dipping your toe into opportunity. Talk to us about franchising and why that's a little bit different than starting your own business. It's entirely different from starting your own business in that you're buying into a proven concept, the, the recipe, the operations, everything about it is baked in already. I use the analogy for, um, for many people, corporate refugees, former sports, uh, people who played a sport where they were on a team. I'm working with some fabulous military people right now. They understand why franchising is so important and an easier route, I'll say easy, 
with caution, uh, because anytime you own your own business, ultimately you are responsible for the day-to-day -day activities in that business. And, and that can be frightening, but what's exciting about being part of a team, part of um, the platoon, part of the, the landscape that that is scary is doing it alone. And that's what you are when you're an entrepreneur. I am an entrepreneur. I own businesses. I have got a lot of employees. There's no roadmap. And so in a pandemic, how do you see around a corner? That was really tough. But with franchising, what you've got is leadership and an infrastructure that is constantly looking at the landscape of hiring. What, what is the competition doing? What does the customer want? What does the employee need in order to be a successful teammate in, as a cog in that wheel? You don't get that as an independent business owner. I, I do have my own network just like this one. We're all stronger together. And if you look at sharing best practices as a way to stay afloat and to stay vital, vibrant, forget about competition. You don't have to give away your secret sauce, but align with people who are going to be able to mentor you through those tough times. Well, you get that baked in with a franchise because you've got other people who are maybe in a different city, different location, who can share their challenges and opportunities, and you're all pulling on the same rope, you're all waving the same flag, it makes it more uh, uniform for that group of people than to, to move towards a successful outcome than if you're an entrepreneur, it's, it's more challenging to really beat that path into a path that's solid and stable. Yeah, I, I like the uh, the visuals you've given us there. You know, not all of us are, are gifted cooks, right? And the recipe helps us not just figure out what needs to be done, but it helps us learn the structure, learn the business and learn the flow of things. And having others that have done it before, their trial and error means that it's a it's a little bit of a safer bet, right? And one thing that I wanna make sure that we're, we're clarifying here is franchising is a fantastic opportunity for people that want to have the strength of community. And we're all about community, right? That's That's exactly what our mantra is. We're all about community and sharing with each other. But it doesn't mean that you're forsaking your personal brand. You touched on that a little bit, Meg. You know, if you have this opportunity to go into business with a recipe and you understand and you get things moving and, and motivated and working and flowing and you understand the ins and outs, you can start adding your personal flavor. You can create your personal brand and you can still have your own personal presence in that space. So it's not like we're moving into a, an environment of a take it or leave it or here's the box, fit it in or whatever. Yes, there's going to be structures, and I love that that's what you bring, but really it, it helps people bridge the gap, and I, and I love that that's what you're doing with mentorship. Yeah, what is not intuitive for some people is they look at a franchise and think, well, it's a business in a box, you know, what? I, so I just buy it and I plug and play. There are some that are like that. They're very hands-off, and, and it will operate without the owner, but for people who are leaders, their mentors, they, they have a voice, they've got capabilities. I'm working with a, a colonel right now. His people love him. His, his officers have approached his wife to say he's the most influential mentor they've ever had. He's real. He delegates. He empowers people to be the best that they can be. That's what you can find in yourself as a business owner in franchising, you've got a recipe to follow, but you're creating your own culture of leadership and mentoring. Now, there are some people who don't want employees, but still you create a culture that your customers 
appreciate how it is that you're executing the, the secret sauce or, or whatever that widget might be. So it's a great opportunity to fit into, and we all do, we're humans, we're pack animals. So franchising is great for people who are pack animals, but want to be able to, to create relationships with their employees and their, and their clients that really is a reflection of their own leadership style. Yeah, I, I like that that's what you're bringing to the table. Um, and more so than that, you're bringing discovery, right? You're bringing this opportunity for people to take their dreams and discover not only what they have inside of themselves, right? Because so many of us want to always grow. We want to become more. We want to do more. Um, and sometimes that can be scary, but it's this discovery on, on what we actually like, what's our passion. And you being somebody that's on the pulse of franchises, you bring to the table opportunities from every industry and every walk of life. And it's this, it's this weird place for you to be because you really allow people to see what the flavors are that are going on in the market. Um, and then they have this opportunity of discovery, discovery on what they want to pursue next. I love that. And the fun for me, what, at the end of every week, I touch base with everyone I'm working with. So I can hear from them, what did you learn? Who did you talk to? What questions do you have? What kind of homework did the franchise company give you going forward? It's a mutual due diligence process. So my role is to lean in and listen on a weekly basis to what the thoughts are, not only from the individual I'm working with, but also the company with which they are having conversations. They can say no at any time. They can say, yes, let's continue. I'm the conduit. If I am a good listener, then I can, I get the vibe. I, I can feel the vibration when something is off. And when anyone is working with me, they're not going to, I'm not like a broker. It's where you go, oh, here are three options. Pick one, hope it works out. We start, we start with three. It's a whiteboarding approach for me as much as it is for them. So that as they're learning in, about themselves, like we do a consultation up front, we talk about this, that, and the other thing. Not everyone is really in touch with what it is going to look like and feel like when they own it themselves. So as they reveal more to me, I can help them to navigate perhaps to a business I completely overlooked because now I'm learning more about their, their natural skill sets that maybe they didn't realize they had. It's one of the challenges really of working with people who are currently in a silo and, and I think a lot of corporate people have been siloed for a long time. They just don't even realize the full scope of, of capabilities that they have because they haven't touched those elements of their personality or their skill sets for such a long time. It's not immediately on the top of their mind. But as, as I get to know them and it becomes more, these things bubble to the surface. Oh, you know, I remember that time when this was really transformational for me. Ah. Now I've got something. Now I can go back and, or maybe that just reinforces something that they're looking at already. And I can, I can direct them more specifically. That's gravitational pull. That helps me to clarify, pardon the reference or the pun, clarify for them what it is they're, they're evaluating and why it is a good fit. And I love that you use the word magnetic. Uh, your, your personality and everything you do is magnetic. People are attracted to those that provide opportunity and space, right, to, to pursue what may or may not be for them. And it's important to understand what might not be for you also, because there's power in that. There's power in perspective. Uh, magnetic. I like that, Patrick. Meg is magnetic. I, it, it, another pun right back to you. <laughs> 
You know, one Thank of the you. things that I have to appreciate that you do is, is the check-in, right? You're checking in with people that you're helping weekly or monthly. And you said it before, you're not really a broker. It's not a transactional business. It's, it's transitional and you're helping people in a relationship manner, which speaks to not just what you do and the relationship that you bring as part of it, you know, supporting people as they make these jumps, these journeys, but it speaks volumes to the camaraderie that comes with it. You know, one of the things that we really, really need to understand moving into the next year is community is camaraderie. And you mentioned a, uh, you said earlier that a lot of us are corporate refugees, right? People that have left the corporate world and now we are out on our own in the, in the battlefield trying to make business work. And it's oftentimes that we're not even in the same industries. We're not in the same environments. We're not in the same cities right now. We're all over the all over the globe, even on this call. And I think that that's powerful. And there's camaraderie that's necessary to keep people going, keep people motivated, and keep people understanding what's going on in business. You know, and I, and the reason I wanted to appreciate you for your check in is because yeah, you're a conduit for them, and you're really helping them decide what's next but you're also absorbing those perspectives and you're bringing those to the table of life next time when you sit down with somebody new or somebody that's a legacy client, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and sharing and contributing is a big deal. And so I appreciate you for bringing that feeling, that emphasis and camaraderie to not just your coaching, but your podcast, your mentorship, and really the community here and sharing your voice. So thank you for that. Yeah, it's like everybody hop on in. The water is warm. You'll know when it's too hot, you'll get out. But like I say to people, oh, this, is a, this is a journey, it's a process of self-discovery. And if it's not right, I'm gonna be able to sense it in you. But let's just call a spade a spade. If it's not the right time, it's not the right thing, then let's let that go. How else can I help you? What's next? What is the next best step then for you? For people where it becomes obvious, this is the right thing. I'm looking for the smile on their face, but I want to hear it in their voice. And so sometimes it's good to just shut off the camera and go back to the telephone where all you can do is close your eyes and listen. That's when you know it's that we're on the right path, we're on the right track, and that this is a, this is a go. It's so exciting for me when people I am working with have that moment of aha, self-discovery to say, okay, now I get it. That's, that is so rewarding. And again, I don't, it doesn't matter to me what they do. I, I take the leap onto the right lily pad. Don't fall in the water. There are sharks and bass out there. <laughs> you know, let's have you stick the landing on the right lily pad. It's just fun for me at this point in my career to talk to anybody who wants to make a transition that's very impactful and powerful for themselves and their family. I tell the people I'm working with, the three pillars of every conversation are your wife, your life, and your money. And, and pardon the, the rhyme there, because I work with a lot of uh, female head of household who are looking to make this investment. But in every call, there's a check-in. How is this impacting your wife, your life, and your money? And if any of those things are off, let's, let's redirect. Uh, that's very empowering for the individual and empowering for me as well. Yeah, I love the focus on the foundations there because really our, our lifestyle, which is our house and our finances, dictate a lot of what we believe we can and can't do in life, right? 
And that's where the permissions come from. And sometimes we're lying to ourselves. Sometimes we're too afraid to ask the questions that matter. And sometimes it's, it's the fact that we just don't know the right person that's going to help open us in up into the conversations, into those discovery moments. And so that's what I love about your free agent podcast. I mean, you really do start with the foundations first, making sure that you're in the right headspace. And then you determine what is the vision? What is the goal? Are we building a business to get you out of the corporate world? Are we building something that's just extra income for you? Is it something that you want to pursue as a passion? Do you actually have the excitement in your voice? And is it something that matters? Because business lifestyle has to exist and coincide with your regular life, right? We, we, reached, we talk about this all the time. We reach through the screen. We're traveling. We're meeting new people. We have families. We have events. We have everything happening. And as an entrepreneur, as an owner... It's not Monday through Friday, nine to five. It's 24, seven, 365 often. Um, and having that mental dexterity, that camaraderie and the ability to approach it from a foundation really is what I think defines what you've created with the free agent lifestyle there, uh, Meg. So I appreciate you for that. And you know, if there's one tip that maybe you wanna give people that are on the fence or starting to kind of bridge that dream this year? Is there is there anything on your mind for the start of 2023 you'd like to share with the community? Yeah, the there is a phrase that I use a lot and there, there's head trash. We all either have it ourselves or we're surrounded by people, family and friends who say, oh, it's really scary out there. I wouldn't do that. You know, you could risk everything. You might lose it all. I've never in 20 years had anybody fail so epically that they lost it all. So if there's one thing I would ask people who are curious to do is to reach out for a conversation. That's all it is. It's a conversation. It's time for you to parse out what your thoughts are in order to find your way to what you want to explore. It might not be the right path. It might not be the right time, but talk to me, talk to somebody who's willing to listen and help to get out the negative and bring in the positive so that you can take those steps forward. It's really a, a journey of self-discovery towards confidence and success. We should all have that. For, the, for this year, we should all have that confidence that we're going in the right direction and we're finding success. Yeah, I, I align with you on that. I think we we should all have that. And I'm I'm pushing and pulling for all of that for all of us. I think it's a it's 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 an aligned effort here. You know, one of the things that uh that I love that you do is you talk about head trash and having these curious moments through candid conversations, right? Curiosity is an interesting thing. We can be curious about just about everything, but if we don't pursue that curiosity, well, then it just kind of dwindles and dies out. Having candid conversations with people that you know, like, and trust, those are moments that are going to help you build on that curiosity and really discover, again, what your strengths are, what your capabilities are, and, and what really might be ahead of you on the, on the dreamscape. And there, there's power in that. And having these moments of head trash is something that all of us have, right? <laughs> Whether or not you've been in business for years and years and years, or you're just starting out, we all have it. And so I want to peel back the layers a little bit there. Can you talk to us, since you're a mentor and a coach, can you talk to us about head trash uh, for Meg? Like, do you have somebody that you turn to? Is there is there a mentor or somebody that's helping you to remain positive and focused? That's a great question. It's one that I ask during every one of my free agent podcasts, because we all need to surround ourselves with 
people who can help us call a spade a spade sometimes well, and Chad Coe is on today he's one of my mentors and many many years ago I remember we were at a Wednesday morning meeting. We meet every week. I've known Chad, I think, for 12 or 13 years. But just in, in talking to people, you have got to have positive people around you whom you trust so that you can let out your deepest, darkest concerns and, and fears and then figure out, are they really real? And if it were real, is it going to be bad to the extent, is the sky really falling? Is, are the black clouds really as black and heavy as they are? Sometimes it's just your point of view and where you're stuck at the moment. We all get stuck, I do. And I, I'll be frank with anyone who's listening or watching right now. I confessed during the Wednesday morning meeting a couple of weeks ago that I had hit a valley. And I was, I live on 230 acres of prairie. I got fresh air all the time. All I need to do is open the door and go outside and I can get a fresh perspective. And I could not shake it loose. Worst time of the year to be in a funk between Thanksgiving and New Year's. And I was smack on there, just right there. And I, I couldn't get rid of it. So who did I turn to? I was in Chad's office yesterday having a great meeting with him. I have so much momentum in such a short period of time because he helps me and I've got a few other people as well who do a great job of saying, you know, you got to get out of your own way. Sometimes you're just, you, you're stuck with the wrong pair of glasses on. Let's get a new pair of glasses. And so for me personally, um, I'm typically a bright sunshiny ray of light, but I think we all hit those valleys and you need to know who you can confidently turn to who will keep confidential the stuff that needs to stay private and help you get out and back into, into go mode. Uh, I'll also say every one of my free agent interviews is like a mentoring session. It's very self-serving for me. I, I get so much positivity out of every interview that I do. I recently interviewed a Marine, former Marine, 20 years, a woman, and we were talking about mindset and how ingrained that is in some of us and how it isn't in others. And those who go will get. So that's, that's my, another one of my, my thoughts for this year is if you're going to go, you will get, but you got to go. Thank you for sharing that. I really, I appreciate you, you know, kind of being a little bit vulnerable and talking to us about the fact that you have had those moments, right? Because that just shows that you're, you're human and it validates that you're in the trenches with us and there's perspective in that. And then you've got mentors that have done things a little bit higher level, or, or maybe they're getting you, you know, back in go mode, like you said, and that's okay. And that validates the fact that we're aligned. And I think that one of the most crucial pieces of this recipe you talked about was a space, a, a safe space for grace, right? It's somebody that you trust, somebody you can go to in moments that matter, and you can really get some perspective. And I keep coming back to that word because it's, it's on my mind or at the start of a new year, but really, if you have a safe space, for some grace where you can talk about what's weighing you down and why allowing others to hear you out. It's not just a vent session. And sometimes we need that. Yes. But allowing others to hear that and validate how far you've really come. And it's one of those things that a lot of us miss, right? We set these grandiose, these lofty goals at the beginning of the year. And at the end of the year, we have calendar remorse. We didn't hit it. Who knew? What was me? But then having the opportunity to reflect on how far you've really come, how much you've really learned, and even in moments of 
trial and, and triumph when you had to make a change, a pivot, a, a directional, you know, calling a spade a spade and, and cutting ties with certain things. These are moments we need to celebrate more often. And that's why I love having these conversations because we get to celebrate those moments and this, those perspectives throughout the year uh, because the calendar really can be daunting, right? We dream at the beginning and we were, were remorseful at the end. And it should be that we're celebrating all year long because we are moving forward. We are helping communities. We're helping each other. And again, it's that camaraderie. We're in the trenches together and we're sharing the perspectives and you've got your, your pulse, right? You've got your finger on the pulse of what's going on in business and that's powerful. And I'm, I'm privileged to, to know that you're in my community, that you're in my network. Uh, and I think the rest of us are aligned on that, Meg. So thank you for that. Well, thanks for having me. I, I one other analogy that keeps coming to mind um, is we're all accomplished multidimensional human beings. We've all accomplished so much just to get to where we are today. I, I set myself goals for every year. And as I recalibrate, because it's, I'm, I'm off my flight pattern, uh, somehow I got sidelined somewhere and I got to get it. So I'm, I'm an advocate for taking your year on a rolling basis and letting every day be a new starting point so that you're not on somebody else's calendar, you're on your own. Because we particularly have learned over the last few years that on a day-to-day -day basis, things are changing and you've got to adapt. And sometimes those are left hooks that came out of nowhere. So give yourself the grace to let your year roll on a continuing basis instead of on a calendar basis. Thank you for that. And, and thank you for sharing not just your story, but what, you, what you're really building in 2023 and moving forward. I think a lot of people are going to discover that entrepreneurship is something that's been in the back of their mind and maybe something that they want to explore more this year, which is going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to see more conversations like this in the community and out of the community. And I love having you as part of this network in, in our group and for sharing your voice, Meg. You know, one of the things we always do during these meetups is we always, always, always invite our members of the community that are here to offer comments, kudos, and questions so that they can, you know, gain some context and really celebrate why you're here and sharing your voice. So, Meg, if you're okay with that, I'm going to turn it over to Patrick. He's got his hand up, and I think he's got some comments for you. Excellent. Meg, you are amazing. That's, there's no question about it. And I think that um, I like what you shared just now about, you know, being in a funk and not seeing it coming. And, uh, you know, we all go through this. I went through this just, I mean, it's odd because Adam was mentioning we had that great end of the year conversation. I left that meeting. I felt completely bummed and there's no rhyme or reason for it, right? You were in the meeting. And what I re you know, what I start to reflect on is when you go to the amusement park, part of that roller coaster ride is the low lows. And you just have to allow that, like you said, give yourself the grace. And what I've learned is don't try to get myself back on the horse until I'm ready to even get back on my feet. Whatever the reason was, let it happen. It could have been burnout from the entire year and it just, you know, caved in upon me. So I appreciate your share on that because everybody goes through it. And anybody who says they aren't going through it, they aren't really in the game. You know, that's, that's the main thing. Um, I loved your entire conversation about ownership. Um, and, you know, franchisees, you have restaurants right next door to you. So I you're talking about the, the power of differentiation, which is like the world I've lived in this last year. And one of the things I learned is that creativity cannot happen unless you're uncomfortable. 
you think it happens, but when you're really uncomfortable, when you've lost something, when you are about to lose something, how creative your ideas become. And, and many times you don't get uncomfortable until you have some competition. And you talked about own it, live it, and you know, suck it up and get in there. There's competition, but the victory is so much greater when you do. So um, I, I'm, I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Um, I'm a podcast junkie. I, cause I, I get more ideas from listening to engaging conversations than anything else. So I can't wait. Um, what, what is your, what is the name of your podcast? It is free agent with Meg Schmitz. There are a lot of free agent podcasts out yeah. there. So you need to make sure that you put my name behind it. Okay. So I, I did have a question for you. Um, when you do your, your uh, weekly networking, um, when you referenced that point in time for about a month where you were like in a funk, how did you help facilitate others when you yourself were in this feeling of being down? What did you do? Because you kind of needed to lean on Chad a little bit. And if he wasn't there, what did you do for them? So I'm able, and this is, this is through process and refinement, able to parse out what was bothering me so that it didn't impact conversations in different realms. So I could say very specifically what was bumming me out and why, mm -hmm. so that I could remain a ray of light and, and a directional compass for people who they don't want to align with somebody who's a weakling and, and hiding under the covers right? That, there's the whole imposter, <laughs> imposter syndrome. And the, I can't go on the show today. I was in a funk two weeks ago. Well, hell yeah, I can. I'm not an imposter. I, we all hit those moments where, or longer. But if you recognize what it is and can separate it from the other elements of your life, then you can remain buoyant while you're still working with other people to sort out the issue. Yeah, I agree. I, I think um, sometimes we get so close to our own situation that we can sometimes become paralyzed in solving our own problem. But like you mentioned, leaning on Chad, you could certainly implement your own solutions, but sometimes you can't see your own problem because you're just too close to it. So I think that's I think that's a good thing that you you know are able to define yourself not by that moment, but maybe by the memory of a past mag or what a future mag will look like. Yeah, we're all a work in progress. And, and it's also really important to understand that not everybody has your best interest in, in line because they have a different perspective and point of view. So you have to choose your mentors carefully, interview a bunch of people and figure out what area of life, is it business, is it your marriage, is it your kids, is it, and then utilize that that frame of reference for what they're really good at. It's not a one size fits all kind of conversation. I didn't walk into the office yesterday, have a conversation with, with Chad or any of my other mentors. I had a bunch of meetings yesterday. They're all very specific and geared towards what I needed to get out of it for, for my, my own wellness so that I can continue to do good in the, in the ways that people look for me to do so. And I'll make the analogy to when I got divorced, there are all sorts of people who told me what I should do. This is what you should do. You should go after this and you should do that. Well, they weren't living my life. They didn't have my child. They didn't have my businesses. They, they have to be very careful to pick your mentors for what they can truly contribute towards your greatness. 
So if I could jump in, there's three things I just wanted to put out there to entrepreneurs and, and, and anyone on this call. I'm 25 years as an entrepreneur uh, in my current business as a financial planner. Um, but the three things are this. Number one, uh, put things in your calendar. Put things in your calendar you could look forward to. Number two, learn to meditate. There's the Calm app. Uh, my wife and I just uh, two weeks ago got an infrared sauna. I've used it now a dozen times. And it quiets the mind, not only at night as a meditative heat source, but also during the day, I find myself to be much more quiet and much more tranquil in my mind. The other thing is I came to the office today a little bit lethargic, but if you were to see my office, I have uh, weighted jump ropes over there, including bands. I have a mat on my floor. And right next to me, I have a workout that I do, which includes you know, planks, push-ups, squats, um, weighted things, bands, jump ropes. And today, you know, for the new year, I'm starting to keep track of what I'm doing each month in the way of additional workout. Uh, I find that after you do that, you get rejuvenated, the endorphins kick in, and now you could go kick butt. But you have to be in a position, as an example, where I got rid of my traditional desk and I have the ropes on the mat here, even when my clients come in, and they actually enjoy knowing that I work out and take care of myself. But I also feel better around it. So the three things are the calendar, meditation, and working out. And instead of going to the gym, I'll spend a half hour to an hour just working out of my office in between meetings. Yeah, that's I, I love to share there, Chad. And thank you for being on today. Obviously, you've made a huge impact in Meg's life, um, and you bring a lot to the table. And I think there's a lot of value there for, for what you're talking about. You know, the calendar and putting things that you can look forward to is, is a big deal. A lot of us schedule things that we have to show up to, not necessarily what we're looking forward to showing up to. Um, and then, yeah, when we're in a funk, you know, Meg, you hit on it. Sometimes you've got to find some perspective and, and really dial into the people that matter with what that particular issue is. Um, as opposed to kind of dragging it along with you along the way. And if you can't, if you need that energy, you know, Chad mentioned it, put some energy into your life right away, right? Do a little bit of a workout. Getting the blood flowing is a great way to have ideas populate in the mind and really clear and take some of that tensity out of the room. And then one of the last things I want to really harp on that you mentioned was that you interviewed your mentors specifically aligned to what your needs were. I mean, that's a, that's something that a lot of us take for granted is the fact that if we have a mentor, it's, it's somebody that we should stay with, right? We don't need more than one, but having a tribe of mentors is something that's powerful and understanding why and where they have impact in your life is so much more valuable than we can really let on because not only are they impacting your needs as as you need them, right? In, in their particular lights and their their specialties, but you're valuing their time. You're giving them a reason to have passion and existence in your ecosystem with where they have, you know, influence, where they have an important value. And I think that if there's anything that I've really taken away from this is interviewing mentors specific to my needs. I mean, that's that right there provides so much perspective and power and, and influence. So thank you for that. You bet. It's important when people are in community and turning to me, turning to you for light and leadership, you've got to nurture yourself. You've got to take care of the inner 
self, my degree is in counseling. So this comes naturally to me. It does not come naturally to everybody, but in the world of business ownership, we're all in it together. We're stronger together. Gosh, talk about camaraderie. We've all hit speed bumps and valleys and somehow come out of it. How did you come out of it? Everyone's got a story and who doesn't like to talk about their own success stories and how they rebounded. So be intentional with those connections and, and make sure that they're restorative human beings who have your best interest in your success, in your business, and uh, truly want to give you insights that will improve your outcomes. Because let's face it, who gets into business to lose? We all get into business to win. And, and if you're really thinking big, you're, you're getting into business to win by creating an empire. You're going to impact and, and touch so many other lives. So nurture yourself and, and surround yourself with the right people. Yeah, thank you for that. And I appreciate the comments so far. Jonathan. I wanted to jump in quick. I appreciate everything everyone has shared. Meg, I've taken so much away from this presentation. Um, but even just, just the, and there's a lot I was going to say, but people already touched on it. But I love that you just brought up that your background is in counseling. That is something that I also think a lot of people, especially since this is the first one of the new year, the first, the first community discussion. And I think this is something a lot of people, I've seen it, through talking through different people at, at GoDaddy with our work with you know certain customers is they'll think, well, my background's not in this, so I can't do it. Right. Like I don't have a business degree. I don't have a marketing degree. I, you know, I studied, you know, art or something, whatever it might be. You know what? I, I, I it's amazing to see how many people count themselves out just because of that, right? They count themselves out because they decided that they just can't do it because their, ex their experience, their training isn't something else. But if there's anything we can take away from this presentation and what we know just from all of the different presentations we've had is that it's just about your intention. Like you said, you get into it to win. If you want to win, you're already equipped to do the thing, right? You're already equipped to, to start learning about how to launch a business, to get, to get excited about it. And I'm sure your clients totally appreciate that you've built the skills you need for a business by being in it, but you have this background where you understand people on a much deeper level, right? There's, there's so much that comes with lateral skills and taking what you've learned from your a previous career or a previous job and implementing it into this new venture you want to go on. I think that's so powerful. And I hope people watching this find that as inspiring as I did, because you, you really are the only person holding yourself back. Especially Jonathan, in today's day and age. And Jonathan, like for me as an example, and I put in the chat my uh, link to my books, I grew up in special ed and I spent a lifetime in therapy. Yeah. Being coached, right? So it also depends how you reverse the narrative that where Meg's a counselor, I was being counseled. Now I've been gifted with the ability to counsel others. Yeah. And if you have fear, there's a gentleman who's also on our call, Bob Kaufman, who talks about training the brain and, and, and really lean into what you're afraid of. And then eventually the fear goes away. Yeah. So all tools, they're all tools. And what's funny is, you know, this call has six, seven people on it. When if anyone out there is an entrepreneur, the power of this group and the power of encouraging people to move forward, because we've been there, done that, but yet you have seven people on the call. It's like there should be 150 people or 200 or 300 because, again, you know, as I coach and mentor a lot of people, there's a lot of weak links that they could improve on that they don't take the time to improve on. 
So I would encourage people to start hopping on and ask questions and remove roadblocks because there's people on this call, I've already seen it, that could help you do it to achieve exponential numbers if you just put yourself out there and give yourself a chance. Jonathan, I'm glad you brought up that point too, just succinctly. We are born with no skill. We are born with no education. So why people put limiting beliefs on what they can or can't do, take stock of the fact that from the minute you were born, you learned how to speak a language, <laughs> you learn, we're all learning on a constant basis. It's, it's a fallacy that if you don't know it, you can't do it. That's total BS. And that bugs me when people get so mired in that, they can't get out of it. The voices inside your head are louder than anything on the outside, then this is where you're going to stay, is stuck right in here. So open your mind, create a whiteboard, and consider that you're already a multidimensional, interesting human being, and you're here to learn and to continue to grow and adapt. That's what we're here to do. Hi, Rachel. Hey, I'm just going to jump on the last minute. First of all, Meg, thank you so much. Um, as I'm, I grew up in Wisconsin, I love that you're such a straight shooter because you're my people. Um, and I really appreciate you mentioning your, you know, being down or not, you know, not figuring out what's going on. And Patrick also the same thing. I think that happens to all of us. And a lot of times we don't talk about it because it's, you know, we want to hide it from people. And I think it is important to talk about it and, and try to get past it and figure out what is going on. And sometimes there's, sometimes there's not really reasons why things happen, but just being able to talk about it and getting past it. So I, I really appreciated that you shared. Um, and Chad, um, great to meet you as well. And, you know, thanks for, thanks for your three tips. I thought those were incredibly valuable. Thank you to everybody that jumped on today. Obviously, we have such a variety of life going on, different businesses, different perspectives. And we all started learning in the beginning with nothing, right? You are beautiful, you are creative, and you are you are purposeful. You've got perspective. And understanding that is something that that I really appreciate you touching on, Meg, is, is the power and individuality and, and the opportunity to learn ahead of us, that curiosity, that, that availability, right? And before we close this call out, and I, I want to appreciate everybody that's been on this call, you know, the community is only a community because you are here and you're present. And yes, it's the beginning of the year. Yes, we've got a fresh start. Yes, we've got this opportunity to dream. But remember, Patrick touched on this earlier. It's a, it's a game that continues. It's an infinite game. Simon Sinek said it best in his book. It's an infinite game that starts every day. It's a new opportunity, a fresh start every single day. And Meg, your voice, your your perspective, your power, your mentorship, and everything you've shared with us today really aligns with that. You are a living embodiment of that. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing everything you did today. So get out, dream, dip your toe into the world of entrepreneurship, and find some camaraderie. We're all here, and we're all ready. So thank you. Thanks, Adam. All right, guys, we'll close it out, and we'll see you guys next week.